Hi guys, welcome back to our little show. Um, first, I would love to share some great news that happened this morning and I'd love to share with everyone about this. My ongoing coaching course for therapy has come to an end today. Well, it's not an end, but it's the graduation. What does this mean for me? Well, I've learned a lot throughout this journey. I've learned to control my anger. I've learned to live through the moments of life. The two things I was working on are how to learn to go with the flow and how to have positive interactions with everyone I come across. I feel very confident now about graduating, which originally I didn't. I felt very scared originally. I didn't think I was ready. But the last couple of weeks, um, I've been on my own, trying my own coaching with all the tools that Wes has given me. I now have put him into play. I've learned to surf the moment and to think about what's going on instead of reacting and with a sharp tongue each time. It's much better for me to now step back, think about what's going on, and then say what I want to say afterwards. I am slowing down a little bit so that I can think through things, which makes sense to me. I hope it makes sense to you. So with this program, I've also learned that it's okay to feel certain ways that I felt before were kind of not great. And by that, I mean how I feel about when people reject you or when people, when people reject my artwork or when things don't go my way on, you know, I don't like to give up on that control, a big issue for me, control. I've learned that, you know, I'm not in control of every situation. So it's something that I can't forget and that I carry with me every moment because it's okay not to be in control. In fact, it, it frees me from many things. It frees me from having to make specific decisions on certain things, which I really like. I felt like there was a lot being put on my shoulders before. And I feel like now with this tools and these magical things I've learned, they're not even magical. They're just simple things. But to me, they're magical. I feel like now I have what I need to keep going through life and hoping to continue to have good encounters and positive interactions with everyone that I come across. I don't want to go backwards and be a negative person and angry anymore. So I want to share this with you guys that basically today is my graduation day. Uh, it's April 19th, 2023 today. And tomorrow, the day of when you guys listen to this will be April 20th. So, and I'm very happy about this. So thank you for being with me with this journey um, on my therapy and we'll continue to talk about things. But anyway, um, I'm really happy about it. Hi. Okay. So in a personal note, I want to share with you what's going on. Um, my weekend is going to be a little bit crazy. Ryan's actually in Brazil right now for a work trip. We had plans on Saturday to go to my mom's event. This big event my mom has been so excited about for a long time and she's been talking to me about it and I honestly can't wait. I think it's going to be a really cool thing. I've never been to anything like this. So um, it brings me to talk about our next kind of subject that is very interesting to me. 
Um, I don't really like to talk about religion or how you feel about your religion or how I feel about my religion. Everyone's religion is their own and they can feel however they want about their own religion and respect their religion and hopefully respect others' religions. But I know that that's difficult for a lot of religions because it feels like religions only feel like their way is the right way. I was born Catholic. So as a child, I went to Catholic church. I went to a catechism school. I went and I did my first communion. I was baptized as a baby. Um, and I learned to pray in Catholic ways and uh, all the Catholic things. I learned all the images. All When you walk into a Catholic church, it's beautiful. You see all the wonderful architecture and, and the cross with uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, nailed on it along with Virgin Mary and uh, many saints and many amazing sculptures. When I was a child, Catholic churches used to scare me. I would, I mean, I'd love to walk in, but they would really scare me. I was, I was frightened to be inside because it felt very intimidating to be, a, you know, around all these things. Now I find it beautiful, but at the same time, as a Catholic child, especially a gay child, I felt very scared about going to hell because of the thoughts I had in my brain and everything you learn in, you know, religion tells you that if you're gay, you're going to hell. Most religions tell you that. So, I mean, that's probably a fact. I don't know. Maybe all my friends will be there and I'll be excited to be there. Maybe it's just all BS and there's no hell. I don't know. I don't know if there is a hell, if there isn't. All I know is that I've have to live the lot my life the way my soul tells me to live my life that soul was given to me by god so to me god is very very special and i have a very close relationship with god but it's not religious i'm not i don't go to church i stopped being catholic a long time ago when i had to when i was told that i had to tell this priest everything i did so that they could tell me to go pray and that it would be okay i thought that was kind of strange and, you know, if you're a Catholic and you're out there and you, I respect your religion. It's not that I don't respect it. It's just not for me. I had to switch to be Catholic and I left all religion. I never became a religious person. I am very spiritual. I do like to read about Kabbalah and I like the spiritualism of Kabbalah. I love everything to do with God and the energy and the positive and all that stuff. So I really like the laws of Kabbalah because it's very simple, you know, give and take. It's very simple karma. You know, if you do good, you'll get good. If you do bad, you get bad. Anyway, we're talk we're going to talk about Kabbalah in a whole other episode. But for now, what I wanted to talk about here was that it is okay when you grow up into a religion and then you leave it because you don't feel it fits you. Even my mom now, she's in her late 60s and she grew up Catholic her entire life. But she's been following Christianity for many years now. She's been a Christian for I don't know how long, but it's been many years. She's been always talking about being baptized. And I know that a lot of people that are born again Christians are very anti the things that I stand for. My mother, on the other hand, is very loving and she's a Christian. She's a loving Christian and she's a really wonderful person. So not all Christians are the same, FYI. Anyway, my mother is really excited because this weekend is her baptism. They are going to have a bunch of people and they're going to take him into this lake and they're going to baptize her. And it's going to be so awesome. And I'm so excited to go there and live through this whole thing. 
I think it's really cool that my mom at this stage of her life has decided that she could change her religion officially. She was, you know, baptized as a Catholic as a child as well, maybe 60 something years ago. I don't know. And at this point in her life, she's decided that she's going to do that. And I'm very proud of her for this. And I want to tell her that I think that that's awesome. I feel like if you feel in your heart that something has changed or that you don't feel the same about how you felt before, especially about religion, it's okay. Religion is very scary. And I learned a lot of things about the Catholic uh, priests working at a law firm uh, that dealt with sexual uh, predators. We learned a lot about Boy Scout and uh, Catholic priests molesting children, and it was just really disturbing. And it confirmed a lot of my thoughts that I had as a child, as an adult, about what the whole constitution of how it felt to me. It felt kind of, it felt kind of like a like a sleazy, dirty kind of thing. The church, and I don't know that. I mean, I'm sure that this is awful for me to say because. My grandparents brought me to church. They wanted me to be in church. My parents did also. But, you know, my mom also told me that the priest that gave them their final talk before my mother and her got married actually tried to touch her, you know. And it's just all these little stories. I had a cousin who is now passed away. He was starting to become a priest and for the Catholic Church. And he told us stories that were just really disturbing. And all these things add up. So for me... Changing religion is not a bad thing, but religion to me is just a really strange concept. I feel like all of us are more spiritual. I feel like we have religion segregates us, but ultimately all paths lead to God. And I feel like if everyone just wanted to be free, it'd be okay. So I don't know. If you're an atheist, I think it's cool too. I don't know that I can have that much power within me and that much confidence to be an atheist because I feel like people who are atheists are very confident and I feel like that's very cool. I just, for me, it's like the opposite. I'm very sensitive. So I feel like there's always God and in, in my spirituality is always there for me to go to when I don't feel so positive or when I feel like uh, some, when I feel sad or when something awful happens like a death. I just feel like that's my comfort, God and, 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 and that warmth of of what I feel God and that positive energy is. Um, but if you are atheist, I just think that that's really confident and really cool that you can do that. So anyway, I just wanted to cheer my mom up for that. And oh, also this weekend's gonna be a winery weekend with our friends that are coming from LA and it's gonna be a really awesome weekend. So we're very excited about it. Well, I am because unfortunately Ryan's gonna be out of town until Sunday. So I'm, solo and i'm going to meet with some of my bestest friends on saturday at my mom's baptism and it's going to be so cool i'll report about it next week okay this is so random but with this whole baptism thing that i talked about um and the catholic thing it started bringing a lot of memories back of how when i was a child growing up in mexico with my mom and my dad and the relationship that they had it was a very violent relationship it was for me, I always thought it was a loving relationship, but looking back into it now, I know it was violent and it was kind of brutal for my mom. And I always questioned her, you know, growing up. I didn't literally question her, but I had questions in my head of why was my mom treated this way? Why did she allow my dad to treat her this way? You know, being an intelligent woman, why did she let this happen? So I always wonder that. I recently 
jumped into this app on my Roku and I found old Mexican telenovelas. These are soap operas that were airing in 1988 or 89. Um, I was literally 10 years old, 10 or 11 years old. But I clearly remember watching these with my mom. There are specifically two of them that we used to watch a lot. There's two that I loved. One of them was about this uh, woman who's considered a witch and she has powers and her eyes turn yellow. And it's a love story where her and her lover get burned at the stake. And somehow they reincarnate in future or in the future, which is, you know, the late eighties in Mexico city. And it's a really cool story. It's Diana Salazar. It's a really cool story. It's the extrange return of Diana Salazar. That's literally what it's called. Uh, El extraño retorno de Diana Salazar. It's a really great soap and I obsess. I've been watching it like crazy. And also this other one called Rosa Salvaje. Rosa Salvaje of course means wild or wild rose it's about this uh poor girl who lives with her godmother who's poor she's stealing some uh plums from a really beautiful home and then you realize that or and she gets caught and the people who own this home are uh going to call the cops and then this beautiful guy shows up and it happens to rescue her and he's the brother and it's this crazy story about how I'm still watching it so uh, how this crazy story about how they you know they get together it's a love story about this girl who ultimately finds out she's actually really really rich a lot of these stories were very black and white very poor very black and white where there's a poor girl who falls in love with a rich guy and so forth and so on that's just the economic side of these soaps, which for me is very comical. I don't know if they're still happening now in the same exact way. I think they've changed a little, but what I was going to say about this, that it's very, that it answered my question um, about my mom, because watching these soaps and watching these women, the way they, they, be, they, they are, the way that they are portrayed in these telenovelas is that the way that they are portrayed in these telenovelas is that they are, the weaker sex and that they belong to the husband and the husband has the right to tell them exactly where they can go, what time, where, how, what they should be wearing. And I remember clearly my mom one time even dyed her hair a different color and my dad got so angry at her because he didn't approve of the color before she did it. And I remember that. I remember them having a huge fight about that. And now that I see these shows, these soaps, where the girls have to ask the husband's permission to leave the home or if they are going to do something specific it's like they have to it's like they're objects and they belong to them and it's so twisted and i really happy i'm really happy that everything's changing in the world as far as that because it looking at my mom's life in the past and how it, it all played out with with that the mexican soaps really play really really show how life was back then and i'm not sure if it was i don't think it was like that here in the u.s but in mexico and in other places i'm sure it was like that everywhere so i i feel like it's maybe a little even definitely still like that a little bit um uh, but hopefully uh that will change because i feel like women are really what makes everything perfect you know so i don't know i feel like that was so unfair and my mom, who was a really wonderful person, went through so much, and now that she, that she is free of all that, she's she has a great life, and I'm very happy for her. So, anyway, all these things made me thought, of, made me think about all the all these. 
things about my childhood and how 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 we grew up like that. But Mexican soaps are super fun. Um, and so if you have the VIX app, V-I-X, you should totally check it out because there's some really good things in there. Uh, and just watching that makes me feel like I am 10 years old all over. And I can't believe my mom let me watch that when I was 10 years old. Jeez, no wonder I am the way I am. <laughs> the following is a public service announcement brought to you by Absolutely Fabulous Able. Ladies and gentlemen, always teach your children how to say please and thank you. This public service announcement has been brought to you by Absolutely Fabulous Able. There's something absolutely fabulous that we're going to talk about. And it's someone that I follow on YouTube and is someone that is very, very impressive to me because he is a personality, a YouTube personality who has 568,000 subscribers. He has over 250 videos and he really knows how to film a wonderful short video. He is a really amazing fashion person because he is based in Paris and he likes filming fashion. His name is Loïc Prigent. It spells L-O-I-C-P-R-I-G-E-N-T. Loïc Prigent. He is amazing. He films the fun of fashion. He has a team that follows him and he goes to all the fashion shows and he gets deep back in backstage. He goes to the front of house and interviews really great celebrities and uh, rock stars and musicians. And he talks to the actual designers. He gets the backstory of what's going on. And he really is an awesome, awesome person. All his videos are shot really well. And you get to see a lot of the really great uh, garments close up and personal. He gets to find out a lot of the times how these designs came to live from the sketches. He gets to go into the studios of a lot of designers that usually people don't get to see. So he's very respected and I think a lot of people like him because the access that he gets is really incredible and he is really awesome. He has, you know, he has gotten back with a lot of really great designers um he goes back into alexander mcqueen carl lagerfeld gautier uh mike jacobs i mean he goes everywhere gucci versace uh recently he was uh in the balmain backstage and he was actually at the show and everything he does is really incredible so i really think that his channel is really valuable so if you're a youtube person you should definitely look for it if you're into fashion you should definitely look for louis prejean because his videos are incredible and they're funny and he has got this really awesome funny thing he says mood board and it's really great and he's funny uh, anyway so he is a really cool person to follow and uh, i would definitely suggest to follow him and check out the versace show and the balmain show while you're in there because those two shows are so good anyway um back to louis prigion please follow him he is so awesome and you will love all his content because it's just incredible um thank you very much thank you so much for listening to me again and coming back i really 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 appreciate you and whoever you are out there Always know that you are loved. Someone loves you. That could be me. Because I love you.